Welcome to Thirst to Feast, first edition. It's about what we drink that night and how we pair it to a food. Tonight we have a few people with us. It's uh, Eric Nisnik, Dom, Piscatello, Maddie Wentz, and Guillermo Escobar, also known as Mike. Uh, tonight we're going to be drinking some beers. It's not about beer. Uh, it's about what we're going to drink and pair with the food. Uh, hopefully the goal to this is that we're going to be able to enjoy something different that everybody brings to the table. We're going to thirst on it and say how we would feast and then create a second podcast with that feast. So tonight we're going to start with a beer that was specially made from Sohopt. It's called Peaches and Her. It is a hoppy American wheat ale with peaches. Um, so we're gonna take a sip and sort of describe it and go from there. So with this, the peach is forward. There's a little bit of hop on the back end. Again, a wheat beer is generally not too hoppy. So for me, this is a little bit more of a fun appetizer or possibly dessert. I'm going to go more appetizer. To me, I would do something akin to maybe a flatbread with a grilled peach, um, some type of creme sauce, and maybe a little bit of a roasted uh, or grilled basil on top of that. It's sort of what I'm thinking off my initial impressions. So I'm not getting a lot of... I'm not getting a lot of peach out of this. I'm tasting more of the wheat, a lot of earthiness out of it. Like I definitely see a bread course. Like I, I like this as an appetizer. Um, I'm seeing like a bruschetta, you know, something like that. Like, like do a peach it, bruschetta. Uh, well, that will maybe maybe peach, do though. something with tomatoes and peaches, you know, grilled like you were saying. But um, it, I'm just not getting a lot of peach forward flavor. So I'm not really seeing this as a dessert. I'm seeing it more as like an appetizer. And, and a slight background on the beer. When they made this beer, this is uh, a female collaboration from multiple types of breweries. And I feel like they didn't want to do a fruited beer just like what a woman would do. They wanted it to be hop forward and wheat with a slight hint of the peach. Dom, what do you think? I agree. <clears throat> I don't catch the piece, but uh, flavor, but I would definitely go with like maybe a flatbread, something like that. Like, you know, so you have some cheese, some savory on there. I think it would be a good combo. But yeah, it's easy to drink for sure. Like maybe a cootery board or, or something like that too. Like, you know, cheese, cheese with a pear type of board. Like you don't even, you can eliminate the bread type of deal. Or a but fig. You do yeah. a fig and an apple. Fig, yeah. yeah. Maddie? I mean, Dave kind of said appetizer, then, then Niz, you said uh, bread, and I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking is a big Bavarian pretzel with a couple of cheese dipping sauce, a mustard, and sitting outside like on a nice, hot, sunny day. This is like perfect for that. And you know what? Because talking about appetizer, you just want something to, you know, nibble on, eat as you kind of go, but a nice big Bavarian pretzel. You know, sometimes, you, you know, you get two cheeses or whatnot. I make it simple. You make a one. You make a cheese and then you make a spicy mustard because I think this will cut that spicy mustard really well. And man, this is just, yeah, this thing, summer day, a little shady something and it's good. The peach though, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't take the peach too much, uh, but it's got a little bit of that hoppiness. I can smell it. I can smell it too. Uh, yeah. I was thinking when you the take the thing. sniff, like it, it comes forward in the sniff, but 
it's not really coming through on the taste of the, the beer. I'm getting more of the earthiness. Yeah, I mean, this would be, like I said, like Don said, easy drink. And this is two of these going down smooth with a nice big pretzel. And I'd be like, all right, let's go next. And memo? Yeah, I actually see it as, as more as part of some sort of grilled fruit. Um, I, I do actually get a little bit of the peach that basically comes for it. So I wouldn't actually mind like a, a little sampling of some. You know, grill summertime. I agree with you. This you go down really easy. Uh, put some stuff on the grill. Get them all nice and and kind of juicy. Have this as kind of being the the bread piece of it as well. Uh, I could see some like some pineapples, some uh, grilled peaches, um, some warm peaches that go along with this on a little uh, a little bun of some sort, uh, pretzels or something like that too. Like or, or honestly, what you said with the grilled fruit, I'm gonna yeah. like take what Dave said with the, like the basil and the stuff, and just with the grilled fruit, I don't yeah. know, like a skewer or something like that, yeah, with yeah, like yeah. balsamic glaze. See, you're done. Yeah, you're done. Right. 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 Don't even. Don't even. I'm getting like a roasted uh, like rosemary or like tarragon with cut in with that. You want that savory sweet taste? Yeah, I think that's. I think this beer. You don't want too much. Like mustard might be too much. Like I was saying, but like you're trying to keep it simple with the fruit though. Grilled. Yeah. This is my thought. Going back to the bruschetta. Grill the peaches, grill the yeah. pineapple, grill the fruit. Then you you even grill and fire roast the tomatoes, and you do the bruschetta on a nice crisp little piece of toast. Like I, I think that would be awesome. So uh, flatbread's great. You know, I like the idea of a goat cheese and stuff like that. But I, I I really like the idea where I think it comes around to the the grilled part. So along with you said the fruits and that and the tomatoes, you could do like a nice. Fruit salsa, like a mango salsa mm. or a pineapple salsa. I think that'd be this would be perfect for that. And maybe that pairs with something later on. That's actually the sauce. yeah. If you even taking what you're saying, the fruit and stuff, you can do it like instead of a like a like a um, a fruit pico de gallo. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, chips yeah. and salsa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like chips, that, chips that might not be actually like a chips and guacamole. We're kind of really yeah. going all over the place right now, yeah. but that's fine. The only thing I don't like about it is I don't think anything with a harsh acid kind of taste like tomatoes might not go too yeah. good with this. But I think we all agree it's sort of appetizer yeah. based, yeah. right? Yeah, I do too. And, and that's where we may be all over the place, but that's what this podcast is about. It's a, it's about a collaboration, and it's about having fun and getting different people's ideas. You know, to me, being able to get in the kitchen with different people and, and cook and have fun, uh, whether it be with the guys grilling, whether it's a date night with your wife or your girlfriend, uh, that's kind of where we want this podcast to go. All right. Uh, well, this is my beer. This is uh, Matt's beer. I got a Coastal Sunshine Fruited Sour. It's got blood orange, tangerine, Carl orange, pink grapefruit, key lime, Meyer lemon, and Calamisi, uh, might have said that wrong, but regardless, it's a um, nice fruited sour. Where's it out of? It's out of uh, Rochester, Minnesota, right? Yeah, man, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. You hit that one right on the head. Um, uh, right outside of Madison, I actually, you know, talked to a guy about it, and he gave it to me. He said it's a really good kind of like he described it as like a a fruited sour, which is what it is, but a uh, um, kind of like a, a lot of different kind of fruits that all go together really well. You know, I taste a lot of the Meyer lemon on this. And uh, hold on a second here. Man, that's just, it, it's not too powerful, but after a little bit at the back end, it is. 
It, it looks like it's going to be like heavy. Yeah, it, it does. It smells like it's going to be heavy, but it actually drinks not, pretty well balanced. It's a, you know what? This is just a lot of citrus. It's kind of, I like hazies. And this kind of reminds me of the, of the opposite of it, but it kind of brings that, that citrus to it. Um, that's not a very good description, but it almost tastes like a lemonade. I could take, you know what I, I think of this as? You kind of like, um, this would be really, <laughs> it's weird, it's going to say this, but like some beef jerky and kind of like a nice stroll, maybe with like some, some really sharp cheese. So maybe a, a, like a, you know, a crudery board or, you know, something simple. Maybe a couple berries um, to, to offset it. Um, some beef jerky or some, oh, good prosciutto maybe even. Um, I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm just kind of rambling here a little bit. Memo, you take over. Tell me what you think. Yeah, so uh, definitely sour. Uh, did, my first remembrance or my first thought of this was uh, Italian nights, believe it or not. Like, it's just basically where it was. My second thought, too, I just trying to stick with uh, a meal prep for it. I almost saw it as, as a nice, simple pairing. Um, instead of a vinaigrette to go with, like, a, a salad with feta, um, you know, basically that type of genre. Basically, have a very, very light dressing to go along with, have this go as a pairing. Uh, that'd be fun. And it gives you the feeling, again, summer day, um, sitting out buying... You know, instead of having a glass of lemonade, you're basically having this. I thought that was that was neat. Um, as a side note, you could edit this out, but if we can animate her to have him walking down with a piece of piece of jerky <laughs> and uh, something else, that'd be kind of amazing. Uh, it didn't have to be really good. So if you're listening to the podcast, uh, just hit me up. I'm more than happy to help support that. I like the salad. Sorry, and I know Dave, you're next, but the salad. I was thinking that, like actually like a crisp fennel salad mm-hmm. where you have that like, bitterness of the fennel and that hardiness. With maybe like something, um, not like a champagne vinaigrette because I think that would just be too tart with this. But something to cut it almost like, um, Dave said goat cheese in the previous beer. Maybe some of the goat cheese, fennel with some like uh, of those uh, um, uh, candied walnuts or something like that. Yeah, exactly. With, with something, it's a little sweet. You need something to yeah. balance it out. Sorry, go ahead though. No, so I, uh, Memo definitely uh, hit it on the head. I, I can see like a salad dressing with this for sure, 100%. Um, it's not dessert. Uh, you know, a lot of people would jump to dessert on this. Now, I'm going to take it a little bit different way because I think you, if you're going to eat, that you also have to drink at the same time. So I'm actually going to say I want to make a mixed drink with this. Um, I'm thinking kind of a, a beer forward with either a gin or vodka in it to actually uh, just play and have like a little spritzer, a little shot of something uh, during the meal. So again, I know it's uh, thirst to go to feast, but um, I'm, I actually feel like it's it's thirst to go to thirst. Uh, we, we have a lot of stuff to go tonight. We have five maybe courses that we can make out of this. So that's why I really appreciate what Memo said about the dressing. I think it's, it's a great way to go with this, uh, but I also think you can make a nice little mixer out of it. Eric, what do you think? So I'm I, so I went two one or two ways with this. Like I can almost see it as a sorbet, like in between your your sort of like regular meal, like your your prep meal to your actual like meal meal. Like this is it's a palate cleanser type of deal. Um, but I actually see this as a dessert. Like I think the perfect pairing for this with me is I'm gonna do a creme brulee, and then like. Mix this with that caramelized sweet sugar taste where it's got that like dark sugar taste and then like cut it with the complete bitterness. I'm getting so much blood orange out of this. 
Like, I know everybody's getting other flavors, but I'm tasting nothing but blood orange. And I think it would go well with, like, that caramelized, really good, like, creme brulee taste, you know? So, Dom, your thoughts? Like, my first impression is just the snip smelling it. It is citrusy, like, beyond belief. And then that when you taste it, it's that sour. I felt like my cheeks being sucked in a little and... I'm like, that's perfect. Um, I really like the idea of the salad with the goat cheese and like a vinaigrette, the balsamic. You can even go with a balsamic um, um, bruschetta, something similar to that with that. So I think this, again, this is another one for me, another appetizer or like you said, a charcuterie board and just something that nice and light. It's very light again. Um, something you could easily sip on for a good time and yeah, I like the sours, so this has that sweet and uh, sour taste to it. So it's well-balanced. Uh, yeah. Maddie, final thoughts on your beer? You no, know, I just, I think guys, a lot of you guys hit it on the head. A, a little bit what, you know, Memo said as a sorbet, I think, to be honest, after you're all done eating, you might be right. This might be just your dessert beer. Instead of a palate cleanser, this is just what you drink when you're done with your beer, your your meal and just kind of sit around and drink it. Because it's not heavy. It's it, not it, heavy. You're right. Like you, you're can, si you could sip this and you're like, yeah. it's a good like, hey, end of the night type of drink where you're going, okay, I'm not, you know, it's not filling me up. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Um, but at the same time, like you said, it could be an appetizer. So we're kind of split on that. I would like to, to maybe call this out for, as a, a Beersby beer. So you basically get this and get it with um, a snow cone machine. They basically have it on there. So this is this is what's in there. I think that would be a really fun thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that would be fun. Very cool. Definitely. Awesome. Oh, you want to talk about your beer? Yeah, it's from, um can't pronounce it because I can't pronounce names. No, come on. You got a... Mashula Brewing Company out of, uh, Glen, out of Glenview. Uh, pretty close to basically where I hang my hat. Uh, it's a very mellow New England style IPA. Slightly hoppy. A uh, little bit juicy, uh, not very hazy at all. But the interesting thing about it, and the reason I like it, is it's, it's like a very, very basic beer. Dave, uh, thoughts? Well, what are you pairing well, with? Yeah, what are you yeah. pairing with this? I brought this as an interesting challenge because I wasn't really sure what the hell you would use for it. It's like To me, this almost is like a, a beer you would marinate brats in. Or a solution like that for it. I think it's a, a marinade more than anything else. Um, maybe to go ahead and make some uh, beer cheese out of it, just to give it kind of a little bit of flavor for it. But uh, going back to his pretzel idea, and pointing to uh, Maddie, uh, this with like a little bit of brats, a little bit of cut up uh, pretzels, and this served two ways on it would be a little bit fun for it. Yeah, over to Dave. Um, so definitely easy drinking. This is a. Uh... Uh, no, more of a sweeter IPA, not really a hoppy IPA at all. Um, no New England. If they call this in New England, they're wrong. Uh, there's no haze to it. There's, it's actually kind of clear, which is kind of nice. Um, I'll be honest though, it's uh, it is kind of it's kind of tough. I was thinking a beer cheese also, just because of the sweetness that it would pair well with like your traditional cheddar type of uh, dipping cheese. Um, I think again, a beer brought bath. I, I give, I give that to you. Um, I could also see, cause I've marinated some pork chops. So I could see marinating a pork chop in this, injecting it a little bit into a pork loin. 
uh, just to give it a little bit of juiciness and a little bit of sweetness off of it. Um, you're going to have to heavily season the pork chop or the pork loin with it, but if you inject it into the pork loin, I can see it just making it super juicy, coming off the grill, letting it sit, I, you'll get that sweetness to it. So that's kind of my thought. It's, it is a tough beer because it's kind of, kind of plain in a good way. Uh, Eric? Uh, so, excuse me. As soon as you said um, beer cheese, I, I'm tasting beer cheese soup out of this. Like I want like a really good like sourdough in there, and I just want it like mushy and like I want that bitterness to come through with like a good cheddar Gruyere type flavor. You but know, I don't think there's enough bitterness out of this beer to get maybe what you want. That's what I would say. But I, I 100% agree with where you're going with it. I think it's going to add more sweetness. More so, especially against the cheddar, um, would be my thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tom? Oh, you guys got definitely like your uh, opinions of this. I was thinking a couple things like the uh, fondue, and you could do with that, mm -hmm. uh, dip a bunch of things, but uh, doing it with the, the mac and cheese with the bratwurst in there, I think would complement it well or. Uh, some sour, throw that in with the sauerkraut. I think that would be a, oh hell yeah, sauerkraut for yeah. sure. Mm. I think the brat with the sauerkraut. I definitely think it's probably one That's of the first. That's a crockpot thing, man. Yeah, just it's it definitely a main pot. meal. You can throw it in the crockpot with the sauerkraut or yeah, the mac and cheese. I think you go definitely a main meal for sure. Yeah, I could I could already taste the caraway. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I just like going last because I get to listen to everything you guys have to say and kind of put it together, but. I tasted this, and there's a couple things that you guys said that made it, like, all right, I, I think I pinpointed it. I would want a good, like, prime burger on a brioche bun with a nice, thick-cut um, whiskey peppercorn bacon. And then what we're going to do, finish it off with, like, We haven't even gotten to the whiskey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> homemade mayo, some fresh cracked pepper, and just maybe, you know what, because I think you were right. There is a sweetness behind this. And I think what you'd want to do is maybe finish off, like I said, the whiskey, peppercorn, bacon. So you got a little bite with the pepper there. Like I said, you know, the mayo, just, you don't have to add the fresh cracked pepper, just mayo on the burger bun um, after you toasted it, of course. You but, doing um, anything? Arugula. Anything special? I love arugula. And that's it. Just Are make it simple. Are you doing anything special with the mayo? Anything, you're just, just making a, a mayo. Just a homemade mayo. Nothing okay, just make sure. Uh, you can do a, you can garlic aioli if you wanted to, make it, that'd be even better. And then like just a nice aged cheddar. Um, but what I think what Memo has said is that he liked this beer. Is that correct? Like it's, one of your it's, favorites? It's good? No, no. It's, this, this is like literally I, I tried to get something that was a little bit more difficult. So yeah. Just to kind of mix it up a little well, bit. Well, I think and you were saying how Dave was saying how you would um, you know, marinate it with something. Memo said the same thing too. And they always say when you want to marinate or you want to cook something in it, you use something that you like to drink. And that's perfect. This is what this is. This is like not necessarily your everyday drinking beer, but it's something you like to drink. It's not gonna break the bank. I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying. I think no. it is something that is is a good, easy going beer. And you know, my burger choice is probably a little too over the top. No, but a good pairing like with with the simple burger and this on a Sunday so, afternoon grilling out would be perfect. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah. I mean, the fir my first thought based off of what they were going with was, hey, let's let's incorporate the, incorporate this with the the food, but just as a standalone beer, like a really good burger with this, like this does, it's, it's not like overpowering with that IPA taste where it's like killing your palate and you're yes. like, 
this is a great beer to drink with a burger. Yeah. Like you're going to get all that fat and it like, yes, it's and just enough to it, cut that fat a little yes, bit where you're not. Yeah. yeah. I agree with the Hummers because there's sometimes you get this IPA and get this piney kind of mm. like punch in the face yeah. and this bitterness. Weed, the yeah. weedy taste. The weedy yeah. taste. And sometimes like, I like it with a good burger, but at the same point in time, I'm eating it and I'm like, ugh, beer, burger, ugh. And we're, at the end, I put it messes away, with and, your palate. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting there like, oh, that was all right. But yeah, good, good, good guy. Good. Awesome. All right. Uh, my turn. I got uh, Dragon Reaper uh, from Riverland Brewery in uh, St. Charles. Um, Dragon Fruit Hazy IPA, uh, New England style double Indian pale brewed with uh, citrus hop and dragon fruit. Uh, it's really, really, you can definitely see the dragon fruit. Uh, you got dark pink, it's very hazy. Uh, I thought it'd be a little sweeter, uh, but uh, not there. But I think uh, definitely very good job by them. They do a really good job with their hazies. Um, definitely enjoy it. Um, I may want to go something maybe a little spicy with it. Not too crazy, but nothing. I wouldn't want to go anything um, savory or anything like that. But uh, I could see maybe some spicy chicken or something along that I would go along with. I know you might have different opinion, but uh, I think like uh, some chicken wings, some something like that, it would go well with like something maybe smoked, something like that. Maybe some pork or something like that. I would go with Maddie. You wanna your thoughts? You're you're definitely my hazy man. Yeah, I'm not like tasting too. I almost tasting like in between like a hazy and a sour on this. The color is just it's really cool. It's pink. It's pink. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it is. It is an outside of the dragon fruit. It, yeah, they hit the dragon fruit. They did, sure, which is can be tough, man. They pulled that out in the the beer one hundred percent. They did. There's um, I don't know. There's a little tartness there. Um, yeah, I'm not too keen on a spicy with this, but you said the pork. I was trying to think of something like sweet to kind of balance out the tartness in it, but you know what would be really good on this would be some like nice pork, um, pulled pork sliders with like a nice like pickle on it. Something like that would be really good with this, I think. Like um, a honey barbecue? Yeah, something like that. Something a little, a little sweeter to balance out that kind of like, you know, what, whatever you call it. You know, pull your tongue back and pull your cheeks back on the... There's a tartness on this. Am I crazy? No, it's it's definitely, definitely more like his description. There's a lot going yeah. into it, right? I, and, and I'm glad he read it off um, because there's the hazy, there's the IPA tartness to it, um, there's a sourness to it. it it's a actually well balanced kind of beer. And I'm a getting a lot way. of IPA. I, I am too. I'm but getting I, a lot I, of I was funk. Even go I'm back getting a lot of the. Yeah, it's funky. Well, I'm getting a lot of the snow taste. cone type of thing. I mean, this is no. this would be the beer for yeah. Me, I no, think. I no. like the snow cone. I do. No, I this and the snow cone. Oh no. my god, the other one be, was better. Well, listen, somebody so. likes a snow cone that's super sweet, right? Hey, we're gonna dump the the syrup, the liquid, all, the yeah. syrup all over it. This is we're gonna challenge you, and and it's gonna water it down. Can you get the the bitterness and that, that? You know, I don't know if you guys ever it. seen it, but there's a, a show. It's with uh, um, Carnival Eats. And they go to the mm -hmm. crazy one. That's yeah. what they think of this. This is a carnival eats type thing on a snow cone. They're like, really? What is this? And everyone's like, oh, we got to try this. This is lovely in it. But again, maybe something like I said, pulled pork or anything like that. Memo, your thoughts? This is actually really weird, but I was thinking about the last beer and using that as a marinade and using this in a slaw to basically kind of cut it, cut it back. Um, you basically get like a nice, 
we said brioche before, and I just can't can't get it out of my mind. It's just bouncing in there. It's, it's there, like it's and in there. Um, so a nice brioche. It's easy and in there. Yeah, it's definitely easy and in there. Um, and then getting like a an aioli uh, mayo or something a little bit to to balance it all out. Like there's something to it that I I can't quite pin, but it feels like in a pickled a pickled vegetable or or a slaw or something like that. It just feels like this would be a hit for it. I I do think. You can go the completely opposite way. It's a very interesting beer because if you did put this in an uh, ice a snow cone machine, like I, I would have that, right? Like it'd be fantastic. Um, so I think it's a very unique choice. What would you do? Um, so I, I kind of I'm back on with Dom in that he said spice and chicken, and that was kind of what came to my mind first because it's it's a complex beer. And hell, I'm I'm no chef, but to throw this into some type of spiced up sauce on chicken wings, like I was thinking a, a chicken marinade. All right, I, we already talked about a marinade, so I don't want to go that way. But I'm thinking of a, a spiced up tart sauce of some, some type. It's got to be played with. I got to figure it out. Um, and then the snow cone thing. I'm sorry, I, I that. Those were the two things. It's weird as it is. I think that pink that we're all looking yeah, at the same I think color. It's, <laughs> I think it's, it's, like, it's like fluorescent pink. <laughs> and, um, but it, it, I think it would work well as a, like nowadays, uh, a lot of the breweries are doing beer ice cream and things like that. So it works really well in that vein. Uh, but I think I would want to try to make it some type of a spiced up chicken breast or uh, chicken wing. That's, I think, where I would go. I'd have to play with it for sure, but uh, it'd be interesting. Eric? Yeah, I think you guys are getting tricked by the color. Um, I, I sort of want, like, because of the, the amount of, like, IPA taste I'm, I'm getting out of this, I want a high heat, high sodium. Like, I want, like, a salty chip and a high heat salsa. Like, I can see, like... going heat? Yeah, I want yeah. habanero salsa... Like something that's going to like really bite through and refresh. Like this is sort of killing my palate, I feel like. I think like anything I, I, I'm i going to try to pair with food with this, it's sort of on the back end because of the IPA-ness of it. It's sort of just making things sort of a little bit like just blander. And I want I want something to cut through that. I want a heat to sort of just like refresh those taste buds and that saltiness and and everything so that's what i'm seeing i'm i'm seeing like a fresh salta like a a pico de gallo with some like high heat and and salty chips with it i you know you said you you said saltiness you were saying something else you know first thing that came to my mouth this would be really good with an awesome blossom like a salty onion with a like a thick mayo and then you dip it in and you and then this kind of Cleanses so, it away, but at yeah. the same time, so it's like a, a good fruit IPA, uh, man. No, I, I think you, I, no, I, I wouldn't want to pair it. I with don't want, that. I you, don't want this mix in my food. No, I don't, you correct. I would not want this mix in my food. I want this is it standalone. You want something completely, I want something to far. cut through this, yes, yeah. And then the thing that you're eating uses the beer to cut through it as well. Like, you want two things completely opposite, they cut through each other, but they taste so well together. I was doing things just the fried onions. The ones with the, like the little pepper on are so good too. So yeah. So, so we're starting with mine, and 
I got to say, I brought this because it literally is my favorite beer I've had probably in the last five years. I'm a big Bourbon County fan. I like the bourbon. I like the stouts. And this one here is their um, stout age with bourbon barrels blended with Earl Grey tea, black tea, and honey. And oh my God, does the Earl Grey just like come through on this one. Like... And I, I like the idea of black tea with, uh, with like a meat, like a red meat. I want this with like a steak type of deal. Like, the it's just to me this was just such a bold flavor compared to everything else. Like a lot of times when you get the bourbon counties, it's you get a lot of the bourbon, you get so wait, the beer. Wait, wait. Bourbon County, you get a ton of bourbon. So just yes. so people know, if they're listening to this, if you try the bourbon barrel-aged beer, Bourbon County is the litmus test of how much bourbon can you get into a beer. And and they smack you in the face. So I'm sorry that I interrupted you. And the alcohol beer. content is high because... Yes. Yeah, alcohol content. So, right. and this one, it's it's not. You're getting the tea flavor forward. How, and How can you do that? Yeah, it's just so good. Whoever so, brewed this, whoever made this. I'm amazing. thinking, uh, yeah, this is my favorite they've ever made, but um, I'm doing red meat with this. I want a steak. I want I want to crust it with the with this flavor. Like, I love this flavor. Dom, what are you thinking? My first impression is, like, you get definitely that, you can definitely taste that sweet honey taste, for sure, at the end of it, for sure. Uh, I agree with you with the meat. Uh, something smoke like some brisket or something like that or you know you were saying steak maybe a prime rib something like that but yeah I think that'd be perfect to go with this uh, yeah that's some, maybe a little spice to it because the, the honey even that out there's not too much spice to it but uh, I definitely agree with you some barbecue something smoke definitely a brisket for sure I would I definitely uh yeah, you get that little sweet at the end from the honey for sure. But this is really good. This is really tasty for so, sure. So as a person that Dom is I fairly new to stouts, you're yeah. like wrapping your head around it, right? Because there's a um, lot going on here. Yeah, I, I'd say where you at in, in craft beer? You've been in craft beer as long as I've known you, but right. I think you've gotten serious about it in the last two years. Yeah, I'd say the last two years. You know, and, and this is an aggressive stout, mm -hmm. which normally I wouldn't say would be in your wheelhouse but i think you're upping your game to that point um so like an amazing beer right yeah this is this is done really well awesome yeah, well, i'm glad is, you yeah. i'm glad you like that uh maddie what do you think yeah i'm you know what i am so far on left field on this one i'll tell you right now i'm looking up at something that we're, i'm not even gonna say yeah i'm thinking of this beer i'm thinking of sitting down and there's a couple things that come to my mind. I saw the tea, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how it's going to blend well with it. But I, I like what Dom said. The honey is, comes out perfectly. And I'm thinking, man, you guys are all talking about this food, the steak and everything. And then I, I first thought of vanilla ice cream, of vanilla bean ice cream. You know what? Then I thought, you know what? I don't know if I want vanilla bean ice cream because that coldness of the ice cream, and it kind of is a palate cleanser. I don't want to clean my palate with this. I want this to come back every time I taste it. So you know what I thought about this? The perfect pairing is a nice Monte Cristo 10. A cigar in this beer would be mm. amazing. 
I'm telling you, sitting Maddie, down. Maddie, we're supposed to be eating. Not I don't care what you're saying. I, this is my food. This is the, that's your feast, right? This is my this is so, my feast. So this is the end. end this of the is night. this is the end of the yeah. night. I get a Monte Cristo ten. I'm sitting down, drinking Love one it. of these, Love smoking it. a cigar, watching the sunset, and Cheers. I I would I would I would go to bed a happy man. I'm telling you that right now. This is a perfect cigar beer for me. This is and a cigar for me would pair perfectly for this. That cigar would just. You know, depending on if you're a cigar smoker or not, for, for me, I am. And, like, I, they would balance each other out so much. And I think what Dom said, that honey would be the perfect, um, quote-unquote, bringing back point to the cigar. Cigar, honey. Cigar, honey. But, um, yeah, this is really good. I think just what, you know, the kind of clarify the bourbon kind of stouts and everything like that is just they, they age it in the bourbon barrels. So they get that, that robust whiskey you know bourbon taste which is amazing which is so good and i I, you know just talking about it i don't taste any of the tea i don't know really why it's in there i really don't i taste i get all her earl gray but so so wait but it'd be fun to talk to the i love your your opinion where you the the bourbon crushes the tea to where we feel it's delicate and that's that's why we're doing this podcast yeah. is to learn and appreciate people's palates and, and see that type of stuff. Which is, uh, and just last, and then move on to Memo. Just, I, I really want to get some vanilla ice cream on the Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's funny though, like everything we've been pairing, I've been like kind of pairing like, you know, something we've, is sour and I want, I want something salty. Where this, I want to pair something as harsh as cigar to something as harsh as this too, because I think they they do pair well together, which is, that's hard to do but yeah i'm a cigar smoker too and i'll have one every once in a while i can see where you get that sweetness that cuts through that smokiness like that that's a good pairing like yeah sorry no it's not the feast but it's at the end of the feast for me memo your turn yeah so the tea definitely comes through bourbon's delicious i'm still tasting the honey i've only had a couple sips and the aftertaste from it is just out of this world uh very 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 good uh, I actually, the, the first thought when I had it, and I actually just texted my girl that I, I want to make some candy nuts with this. Oh, yeah. And basically. That would be good. The, some candy pralines? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Basically Sorry. get Sorry. this all, all nice and warm, and then the aftertaste in this would be absolutely, I'll, I'll let you all know, or I'll bring them in uh, for the second round That'd of the That would be break. awesome. Oh, my God. This is happening. When you listen to this, just so you know, it's happening. Uh, so, so for me, it was, uh, it's funny that Maddie was like a vanilla ice cream with it. I want to make an ice cream out of it. That's, that's my total thought. And then soup it up with, I guess, a little bit more of the tea. I like Earl Grey teas. I love tea beers. I've had so many tea beers in the lighter genre of like Belgians and wheats. And, and Buckledown made one. Yeah. My own, so like my always, my issue always with tea beers is it's, it's always been so subtle, and this one's so tea for. Well, and we we specifically went to Buckle Down, me yeah. and you, and you were like, "It's all right." And and to me, it was super uh, forward. I love just one. like this beer. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I wouldn't do a vanilla ice cream in this. I would make the ice cream out of this. I love the idea of the nuts. So I would want to. I, to me, I'm done. I don't care what we've said. I'm making an ice cream out of this beer, which I probably can't. I don't have an ice cream machine. And then I'm going to have Memo make the nuts, and I'm going to crush them and put them on top. Like, this is the most excited. One, this beer was, 
I'm glad Eric brought it. He's got to go find a dozen of these and I'm selling them. So yeah. Um, final thoughts, uh, memo. So I will definitely. On tonight. Final thoughts oh, well, for what tonight? you're seeing on this beer, on this beer and tonight. I will tell you that this is the, I think the most range of this beer. Like I, I can see that having this three or four different ways, um, getting a, a nice crust on a steak, uh, with this as, as this an aftertaste on it, almost like a coffee. Shh, wait, doing a pie crust with this oh, and yeah. making like a French silk pecan pie or pecan pie. Pe oh yeah. 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 But pecan. Oh. So I'm telling oh, you, this is really good. Just so you know, after you've gotten confirmation that I will be for 100% I've gotten confirmed. That the, the nuts are happening. So that, so Eric has that Eric says he can find this. Hopefully he can find I got, it. I got a couple places. By. Just to, to, I guess my my note that I would say is we have some interesting pairing and interesting ways we can go. Um, the next thing is everyone has different palettes and different ideas in terms of what it is. So very excited to see what comes together for this. And uh, thanks for having me be part of it. Yeah, to just feed off what Memo said, I think exactly what he said was 100% true. Everyone has different palettes, everyone's choices were good. I think there was a couple times though that we actually said one thing and then the next person said- we built off yeah, We it. built off of it. It was yeah. it was like, almost like we had, like, yeah, we gave everyone some Legos and then for whatever reason, like Dave said this, but it was a blue Lego and then Niz just like paired it with Legos. another blue Lego and we just kept building <laughs> these and at the end of it, we had a, a cool thing built. But um, yeah, the parents are all great. And, just building off it. I, I, the last thing I just want to say is just, I think the idea of the night, I mean, Memo's ice cream or sorbet or uh, um, snow cone is nuts. I mean, you brought it to a different level with that. That was just awesome. That's one thing that I wasn't really thinking of. Um, my cigar thing was outside, the, way too outside the box. There, no, it wasn't. It was, it was good. Perfect. It was perfect. It, it, yeah. I'm glad you did it. It was good. But uh, yeah, no, this is awesome. Good I idea. I might have my first cigar next. <laughs> just saying. You've never had a cigar? Never. Uh, have you been authorized to do that yet? I'm not really sure that you've been authorized. I would love to do whatever I want. Mm, good, good, good. <laughs> I would love to pop your chair with you. Dom, what are you thinking? <laughs> All right, this, 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 we're reverting back to your previous podcast experiences, uh, Dom. Uh, thanks for organizing this, you guys. I know, Dave, this has been like on your radar. You've been talking about this for at least six months, if not maybe longer. Uh, this was a blast. I, you know, I didn't know what to expect going into this, and this is fun. This was this flew by four other beers that I really enjoyed, and this. Yeah, I can't believe we're on fifth beer. Yeah, uh, this last one is just you know, it's, it's awesome, and I look forward to hopefully be able to be around for the for the tasting and put it pairing these beers with these meals. So I think it was a great job, and hopefully someone will listen to this. So, I'm nervous as this first podcast, I don't know if we made a cohesive menu yet, but I like the pairings that we did. Like, it's, it's definitely going to come together and I, I like the idea of um, where we went with all these, these beers and the flavors and the profiles and the foods we thought we would go with, but... Um, Going forward, I'd love to see us sort of just build on a complete meal. And I don't know if we've got that yet, but this was a fun idea. And I'm, I'm, Dave and I have been talking about doing this for, for a long time. So I'm glad we got to sit down. Great friends, great beer, great people, and just finally get to do this. So Dave, bring it home.
Um, I'll say I'm, I'm very fortunate. It's, uh, it's these times that uh, I get picked on for my, my, my beer snobbiness, and I don't mind it at all. I, I like it. Uh, because it's my friends that do that. And sitting down with my friends, having some beers, talking about food, talking about something that brings us together, uh, that we enjoy, is why I wanted to do this. Um, I wish I could be able to do it more and hopefully this will make it happen. So thank you for whoever got to the end of this to be able to listen to it. Uh, thank you guys for coming and uh, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad that we did it. So thirst to feast.